happy ending pod show is the naughtiest. Warning, the happy ending pod show is a couple of guys with microphones on a computer consuming copious amounts of alcohol and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It is all in fun and not to be taken seriously. We don't own the rights to any music playing during our broadcast. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show starring Grant. I think you're an asshole. And B3. An immature asshole. Once upon a time, there was a functional recluse named Bob. You're a slob. You dress like a bum. And he met someone named Grant. You're vulgar. You're inappropriate. You're unrefined. You're obnoxious. And he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Two guys drinking way too much that decided to record it for your amusement. One day, Grant goes, Bob, you should get out of your hermit shell and come over and hang out. I have good beer and good music. The origin of happy and culture. <laughs> Take it away, boys. The rest is what I remember. History. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. You're absolutely right. And, uh. I think if I really apply myself, I could be a totally changed person by the time we finish lunch. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Happy Ending Pod Show. I'm Grant. Today with me, we have the clown princess of burlesque, Scarlet Storm. Scarlet, welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Wow, the clown princess of burlesque is a great tagline. I love that. <laughs> Good. I just came up with it, by the way, so... <laughs> It's perfect. Good. I, I usually go with uh, the Mistress of Whimsy, but this is this is also good. Maybe I'll add that to the bio. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you are free to use it. We're <laughs> <laughs> how, how, okay, first, how did you get into burlesque? Oh, boy. Um, I started doing burlesque. Uh, I went to a show, like my first ever show, when I was, I think, like 21 or 22, and I was immediately just in love with it, smitten by it. I'm like, these beautiful women dancing, and they're in cute costumes, and ooh, I want to do this. And uh, and then I, like, you know, it took me it took me maybe, like, six to eight months to actually, like, get up the courage to, to do it. But I talked to somebody at the club, and I was like, how do I, how do I perform? And they're like, come, come up with an act or an idea that you want to do and pick a song, and, like, you know, put an act together and, and come back with us. Uh, and until then, they put me in some kind of little, like, a, like baby burlesque, like, beginner act, where you don't really have to do a whole lot. You're just cute on stage. Like, um, you know, they had, like, some classics, like the balloon pop, and they had, like, the shadow screen dance where you just kind of, like, go, go behind it and look cute. And so, like, I started to get comfortable with the stage doing some stuff like that and then like eventually came up with like some more acts and started building my uh, like, you know, treasure drawer of, of burlesque stuff. And then uh, and then like when I moved to Philly, I just like tossed all those acts and then built like whole new ones. And I think I've done this, I don't know, like three or four times. So like the acts I'm doing now are nothing at all like what I was doing when I first started. All right. Uh, had you been on stage before doing anything like that prior? Um, kind of, not really. Like I, I had taken some dance classes, and so I was familiar with like being on stage a little bit. But it was more like following direction. Um, and I and I was in theater when I was younger, also. So yeah, yeah, I had some stage. In okay, but you did have like like uh, a gentleman's club stripper dancer type of stage. No. No. Okay. So you just wow. So what was that like? Like once you finally got to do a full, a full your full own burlesque show where you were seen front and center, and you're oh. slowly revealing yourself to the crowd. Oh, it was so much fun. It was. I mean, a little bit nervous at first, but I think that maybe I'm a little bit of an exhibitionist by nature, so it wasn't really like the unveiling that had me nervous. It was just being in front of people and like hoping that they liked it and that I was entertaining and all that. Okay. Oh, if you don't mind, where are you from originally? Um, I grew up in Oregon okay. in a small town south of Portland. Okay. How'd you get stuck in Philly? Oh, um, I, I came to do the tattoo convention, I think in like 2009 or 10 or something. And, uh, that by that time I was doing like some al alternative like tattooed girl modeling and I was on some websites and stuff not suicide girls but like similar things that were like 
like little jump offs of people that had been on Suicide Girls and didn't like it and like started their own site. So I was on I was in that generation of all internet model and then so I went to the Philly Tattoo Convention to work at a booth and like sign autographs and do meet and greets for one of those sites and then uh you know ended up liking it and making friends and wanting to come back and so then like I think I kept I kept coming back to Philly like I think I flew back and forth like five or six times during one year and then I'm like okay I think I want to live here and try and like work and see how it goes and then like you know however many years later uh i decided to stay okay do you do you miss it because two different i mean two different first off two different coasts but two opposite ends of the yeah. of the spectrum literally i don't i think <clears throat> really or at least east coast is like where i feel more at home a little bit even even growing up on the other side i don't know i was ready for something different okay gotcha so we're only maybe an hour from you. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> we're 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 just what out. Part of Pennsylvania, are you guys in? We're just outside of Reading. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not too far. No, so we're, we're we're local. So we got a local girl on the show today, folks. <laughs> hey. hey. <laughs> I'm a transplant. I moved to Philly in 2011, and then like. I also moved to North Carolina for a couple of years and then came back to Philly like about a year ago. So okay. I bounced around, but I, I love Philly a lot. Okay. Where, 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 if you don't mind me asking, where were you in uh, North Carolina? Mm, I was like in the, I was in the Greensboro area. Okay. So like the, the triad. Yeah. yeah. I have family in the Outer Banks. Oh, nice. So, and, and See, I've, that's a spot I, was, I still want to do a show out there. It looks like so much fun. I haven't, I've never been like, even in all the years I was there. I I might be able to hook you up. Hey, oh, that's great. <laughs> so we inter- I think we have a show uh, in Wilmington on June fourteenth. Okay. So I'm looking for stuff, or no, not June. Sorry, July fourteenth. So that gives us more time. So I'm looking for shows on the coast of North Carolina in July. So maybe we can go do Outer Banks too. I will shoot my. Uh, we have a friend of the show who lives in New Bern, North Carolina. Which is probably okay. probably forty minutes from the Outer Banks, from like deep Outer Banks. <laughs> um, <laughs> the outer Outer Banks. Yes, yes, and he uh, he creates paddles and stockades oh, and crosses. That's and, great. I need I need to commission him to make a a custom paddle that says "clowns slut" on it. So when I spank someone, it'll say "clowns slut" on their ass. <laughs> he actually made one for us um, with our show logo, and I believe somebody's playing with it somewhere. <laughs> nope. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Oh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. That's great. I mean, the wood is amazing. We, he gave us a, a blue one also. We are Good. actually, one of us is supposed to get spanked with it for him, for, for him and his wife. Um, neither of us have had the balls to do it. <laughs> we have plenty of female friends who would gladly do it, but that's the problem is that they're friends, so we know it'll be no mercy. Um <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah. yeah I, I wouldn't be able to sit and or walk that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how did you come up with a clown? Oh, I was doing, I was doing burlesque already, like, for a long time, and I just kind of wanted to do something different. Like, I was, a. Uh, I was just a person, and then I had an era of doing, like, horror burlesque, I did pin-up burlesque, like, I was a zombie girl, and I was, like, a, you know, go-go, like, 50s glam girl, and, like, all these different types of looks and everything, and then when I started getting more into doing sideshow is when I switched to the clown, because I wanted something that would, like, represent the kind of performance that I was doing that was, like, silly and slapstick, but also with elements of danger and excitement, and so... I think in 2014, I started doing Clown, and that, that was also the year I started doing Sideshow. Um, and I, I think my first acts were like, I did a ladder of machetes and walking on broken glass. Were, and doing, I do like the 
mousetrap on the tongue thing. And I also learned human blockhead where you like stick it like hammer a nail into your nose and stuff. So that was all like what I started with when I was when I became a clown. Okay. But to be fair, like the clown has always been inside. Okay. The makeup didn't match. But you know, the personality, like even when I was just doing regular burlesque was always very like goofy and very like cutesy and sweet, but also like uh, sort of like disgusting at the same time. Like I want to creep you out, but also turn you on mm -hmm, mm -hmm. kind of vibes. I always like that. I like when people try to do that stuff. Like, you know, like the, the girl from the ring and, and make it sexy. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you said, yeah. you said sideshow that like, like carnival sideshow, like the bearded woman and the, the smallest. So are you, you're into that stuff from like the fifties and the, the old circus carnival act stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what I do now, except for like, instead of doing it at a state fair, um, we do it in, you know, like bars, uh, and we also get booked for private events. Like we'll do birthday parties or weddings or whatever. Um, but you know, the first uh, the first tour I got booked on doing Sideshow, we had to actually, like, set up a tent and everything and do, you know, like, a, a little grind show and break down and then get in the van and drive seven hours or whatever to the next spot and do it all again. So, like, I did get the full, like, grueling carny experience in. And then I was like, okay, well, I did that once. And that, like, now how do we do this with more comfort? Okay. So you don't do the traveling anymore to, for that... Oh, uh, um, no, I still, I still do a lot of traveling. Okay. I think I, um, yeah, I like, I don't know. I book and produce tours independently with the team of like other performers that I like to do shows with. So we'll book a bunch of cities and, you know, one person will make a flyer and one person will book the venues and like, then we all get in the van and we go and do, like do, you know, a couple weeks of shows. And so we've done, that's like usually what I do. Um, as far as, like, performing. Is that what's coming up in uh, July? Yeah, well, I mean, we only have, a, we're only doing, like, a small run of shows then. But, yeah, I'm going to, it's in North Carolina. So, I'm going to drive from Philly down there and meet up with a couple other performers who already live there. And then we'll go and, like, do the shows. Uh, we just got done with, like, a little tour in March, though, where we went and did a couple weeks in, um, like, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida kind of area. Um, we played a, 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 a an old, like, oddities, like, vintage dime museum where they have, like, all of these, like, uh, you know, it's like a whole showcase of weird stuff. Yeah. And then they have theater in the back, and that's where we did the show. Oh, that's cool. That, that, did you have any problem in Tennessee? You know what? We were just waiting for someone to say something, but no one bothered us at all. They were fine with it. Um, so I don't know. We we performed at a bar, so it was like twenty one and over. So like, I don't really think anyone could say anything. That's what I was thinking. It's a private venue. It's different if you're doing it in front of the children's playground, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Which I mean, you know, I would be fine with that too. But we we the only time we do all ages shows is like if we know it's going to be all ages, then like. We'll do a different show than oh, yeah. what we do for adults. Yeah. 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 You're not you're not there in pasties and I'm sure there's no you know, blood or anything that you know. Right? Yeah. I think it sometimes to do like balloon animals for uh, like all ages kids events and that's fun, except for they pop them like instantly. Well, then you take another one. Well that was something I saw you do. I, I besides the balloon animals, um, did you teach yourself that first of all? Because that's not an easy trick to do, create things out of a balloon. Yeah. Yeah, I just taught myself with the like YouTube videos of how to make different balloon animals, and it's still like I'm I'm somewhere of a like mid middle range or beginner even compared to some of the like balloon masters who can make all these fancy outfits and stuff. Yeah. I'm like I can do dogs and bunnies and cats and hats and flowers and swords and you know like the things that you do for like a, yeah. when you need to make a hundred balloons really fast. Yeah, for like, yeah for like a five year old or six year old birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not making the bicycle yet with yeah, thirty exactly. different, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could probably learn that one, but it takes a long, a long time. It would take so a while. I'm yeah. Just gonna pop it. You're right. I'm I'll make that one for the fancy I'm party. Trying to remember is that wedding crashers where the kid asks you for a bicycle out of balloons? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but and I, then usually, like whatever they ask for, I just make some version of a dog. Like, do you want a dragon? <laughs> it's a dog with really short legs and a long body, and then you just put like a little, you know, a long nose. I feel like all the loon animals are not all of them, but like the most common ones are like different versions of, of, a, of <laughs> a like a dog, a bear, <laughs> a cat. Um. Now, I, I, I now I've also seen you swallow balloons. Yes. Um, Patrick is the clown's best friend. Oh, all the clowns do it, and it's a showstopper for sure. And they all ask, where does it go? We never tell them. No, you know, okay, so I won't get the secret either. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun if you know, like with any with anything. Okay, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I know. It loses its allure and mysticism. Yeah, keep the mystery of it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But it, it's just... Exactly. Have you ever had one pop? Yes. Sometimes I have had one pop, and then you just sort of try and recover and get another one and still try to do the trick before the, the time is out. Like, I've had some that, uh, like, popped too soon or didn't pop at all. I had some that, like, you go to blow it up, and then, like, you get it almost to the end, and then it just, like, pops. Or sometimes you blow it up, and you tighten it uh, and then, like, there's a hole in it and it starts to deflate before you can do it and you're like, oh no. So I would always say have at least like five or six backup balloons in case something happens because they don't always want to work with you. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, and the video I saw, the balloon has got to be three feet. <laughs> it, it, it's, <laughs> and I'm like, there's no, there's no, uh-uh. Uh, I, that's scary. It, it is because unlike swords, balloons are... Be- like bendable so you just keep you just keep cramming it into the little fits and i say at some point i'm gonna like fart and one will have gone all the way through it'll just like be winding through the guts and then i'll fart and a little balloon animal will come out that'll be impressive that would that'd be very impressive <laughs> yes it would for it to get through the intestines and, 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 and a pee especially uh inflated yeah yeah Remember, well, you know, I mean, it, they can pick up some more gas down there. And it could get well, bigger. Now you're, yeah, now you're really worried. Yeah. <laughs> right. It could find a polyp or something while it's going its way out. Okay, so other than the balloon uh, uh, balloons, what other tricks do you do with your with your show with your act? Oh boy, um, I do plate spinning, and I can you know spin a bunch of plates and catch them and throw them and stuff. And I've started trying to figure out more interesting ways to like hold them because after a while you run out of room in your hands so i have one that is on top of my clown hat that just kind of sits and spins um and uh I have, I have more surprises on the way so i do plate spinning um i have the ladder of machetes that's just like a regular ladder except the steps are full of danger okay so and uh, real quick the ladder of machetes is the blade up or is it flat it's up. Oh. Okay. And you've you've walked it's on up. broken glass. Yeah. yeah, and broken glass, yeah. And uh, I do straight jacket escape. And um, I do mouse trap where you just, you get a mouse trap and you put your tongue on it and like set it off. And then it snaps on you. Um, I don't do that, that one that much anymore because I want to keep my teeth. But, yeah. Uh, I, but I have, I did do it for years. And then, um, let's see what else. I always forget some. Um, oh, yeah. I do the, the tennis racket thing where you, like, contort your body through a tennis racket. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and I've, and I've done bed of nails before, although I'm not currently doing that one because I don't have a bed of nails. But I've, I have done it before. Um, let's see what else. I, oh, I do. Oh, I get booked a lot for doing angle grinder. That's like one of the main acts that I do. Um, where it's like just like a power tool, you know, like an angle grinder that you would use to cut metal or whatever. And I have a belt. Oh. A belt with a bolt, and so I make a little. I shoot sparks yeah. into the crowd, and I shoot like onto myself, and do this whole little thing with that. And then yeah, balloon swallow. We already went over that one. I think that's all of them. Okay. I'll probably think of more later. That's fine. I do like the uh, the the belt grinder one. That's really cool when they do that stuff. When I've seen I've seen that. Yeah. Nothing with fire. 
Um, no, not really. I learned how to eat fire, but I don't perform with it. Um, a lot of venues don't allow it anymore, and it's Uh-oh. it's pretty dangerous. Yeah, so, in- insurance I don't, hazard. I don't do fire eating, and I don't do sword swallowing. Did Both you? Both of those are, yeah, but you know, uh, I respect mad respect for the people that do. Why did you stop the sword swallowing? Oh no, I mean like I've never done it. Oh, um, I thought you said you did, don't do it anymore. The balloon swallowing is different. The sword is like you know metal in your guts that's like i think almost every sword swallower that i know or that i've heard of has ended up in the hospital at least once so i'm trying to avoid that yeah because i mean if that's legit and i'm not saying it isn't i don't know no i know you got the secrets i'm staying away from yeah you you were slicing up your esophagus your stomach even further i mean you could not like leaking your stomach acids into your lower intestines Right, exactly. Yeah. That does not sound very No. Fun, but, I mean, I, that's why it's, it's amazing that people do it, and I love people that do it. I just don't, I don't know if that's ever been, like, a thing that called to me yeah. to learn. Now, yeah. the mousetrap one, I'm wondering, have you ever had your tongue pierced? Yes. Which hurts more, the tongue piercing or the mousetrap? Oh, the tongue piercing for sure. The mousetrap is just like a little moment of ouch. Um, but like my tongue has never swollen up from it the way that you would from getting a piercing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've never done either. Uh, but, I mean, it's not comfortable. It's just, I think you just sort of get used to the pain or whatever, and then it becomes like a, an expected thing. Okay. What, what is it like a normal, have you ever, you've done like a normal size mouse trap? You haven't done like a, a rat trap or anything? Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do a rat trap. Okay. I have a small face. I I think people use rat traps for some other things too, and some people might even do the tongue in the rat trap. Oh. But uh, I've done some mouse traps. I don't know. I'm coming up with ways of torturing myself or, or individuals. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, now, uh, what are you? Are you dressed, still dressed as a clown? What are you doing when when you performing these? Oh, I'm I'm a clown. I'm very much a clown, uh, and I usually have some kind of cute clowny burlesque outfit, and I do some kind of a like dance performance, and then I do the like pain proof trick near the end. So it's like a it's a burlesque clown striptease with comedy and sexiness and all that, and then there's usually like some danger mixed in. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot. I forgot that my, my favorite act is not even dangerous at all. Um, I do a game with the audience that's a, a cock ring toss, and all it is is me wearing a strap-on, and I get up there and I talk to them about the carnival, and then I have them come up, and for $1, you can throw a ring at the clown's rubber dick and take a, have your friend take a picture. And so, like, we do this, we play this game with them right before intermission and the cock ring toss is like the thing that everybody remembers like there's all these dangerous acts and you know maybe ones that are difficult to do but no they, they're like oh no the ring toss that's my favorite <laughs> so that is that definitely needs to be mentioned yeah absolutely uh, is, is there a prize if anybody lands it there definitely is and the prizes are dumb and stupid too they're great they're like a <laughs> Some Mardi Gras beads with a big, like, foam dick on them that says, I won the cock ring toss. (laughs) Sometimes we'll make them, like, a silly balloon hat to wear with a dick on it. Um, It's been different things over the years, too. And, like, sometimes it's nothing. Oh, jeez. Sometimes you get a spanking from a clown. uh, Like, just depending, because we've done this for a long time, so the prizes have changed. Sometimes we just do it for fun, and like the their prize is having a story to tell at yep, their next, yep. like you know, the Christmas with Grandma. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's a good dinner conversation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So now, okay. So now there is. Uh, you also uh, I've noticed a lot of into uh, doing a lot of fetishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen a lot of foot fetish, um, but the the clown stuff is, uh, there is a fetish for clown. Uh, are you involved in yes. any of that? I am, but not as much as the foot fetish stuff. Um, I started, like, 
shooting clips and stuff for, for foot fetish and tickling in like 2011. So I've been in that industry as well for a long time. And I keep, you know, I still do bookings and shoot. And I, I, um, I just went down to Texas to go to the Texas foot party they have. And it's like where you can do a meet and greet and, you know, people can pay to spend time with, with your feet and smell them. And, you know, like all the, all the kink stuff. So it's like a, like a kink meet and greet. And then we shot some new content. Okay. And, uh, with one of the studios down there. I do that a lot. And I do clown fetish also when people ask for it. Um, and mostly the way it's come about is like people who were fans of my other fetish and then they see me as a clown and they're like, oh, I didn't know I was into clowns, but now I am. Uh, so I've been giving people clown boners that like, you know, sort of like turning them onto it. Um, and sometimes people will come who already have a clown fetish, like they'll come to me with that but mostly it's new people which is really exciting <laughs> would you they're like oh they're already following they're following for the foot fetish and now they have a clown no, fetish to cry <laughs> well do you do like the latex balloon popping and stuff like that that sometimes yeah i have before but like not i don't get booked for that super consistently okay just like i've done it yeah um i think i believe i believe i've seen like cake cake or food play yeah, I've done the wet and messy stuff, the uh, getting slime, giving pie, which like goes along with the clown thing. Too. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of fun. It's very, obviously, it's very messy, so you can only shoot it so many times because you have to like wash it all out and become ready again to get dirty. So I feel like for shoots like that, like maybe two or three times tops per day. Otherwise, you just start to become like a slimy mess. Yeah, I would imagine. And then you you got to clean up more than just yourself while you're at it, too. It's... Right, yeah, it takes a long time to shoot with all the setup and cleanup. Yeah, that's and you got to bake a cake. <laughs> right, right, you got to bake one or buy one or like get it from somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine baking one; it's just cheaper. Right. Yeah, it's like what three bucks for a cake and an icing? It's sixteen bucks for an already made cake. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole process. You got to mix it and bake it. And yeah. Pour it and let, and you can finally shoot. Yeah, hope you have two eggs and some oil. Uh, I had somebody uh, get a custom where I got slimed with like a very specific mixture of cake batter, um, like raw oats and like food coloring. So it was like bright green, like the like the Nickelodeon yes, slime kind yes. of. Uh, and I got I got like I know, like three gallons of cake batter, just like uh, um, <laughs> that was that was a lot of cleanup, but it but it looks great. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and how did you fall into all this? Just just going around the circuit? Uh, well, I think, well, I kind of been involved in fetish a little bit before, but mostly just, like, I would do burlesque at kink events. Um, and I knew, you know, people were into bondage and impact play and all that stuff. And then once I moved to Philly, everything just kind of came together. And there were some girls that I performed with here who also did fetish shoots as a side hustle. And so like I got introduced to that through just like friends of friends and stuff like that. Um, and then I was like, wow, people really do have a fetish for everything and anything. And then it, then from there, it's just like, you got to find the one that, uh, that you want to do and that people want to see you do. And, and there's so many that I've come across and they're all great, but like, uh, definitely foot fetish mostly and, uh, tickling also, and then, of course, just like any kind of any kind of femme dog, where you get to be mean to someone, to okay. them, like beat them up is fun. Have you ever done that dress yeah, as a clown? Yeah, wrestling shoots are great. All that kind of. Was that? Have you ever done that dress as a clown? Yes, yes, absolutely. I have. I have a, a couple, a couple uh, specific people that want to be beat up by me as a clown, and wow. that's the most fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now you do have you? I've seen that some of the tied up stuff. You do the shibari and all that. Um, I've been a model for shibari, but I don't. I, I don't really tie myself. I can do basic bondage ties. Um, <laughs> I can put someone in a hog tie or restrain them in some ways. But like, uh, the beautiful shibari, like intricate rope work. I don't know how to do that, but okay. I definitely will be tied up in that if someone else wants to do that. So you'll be the victim for it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> have you? I'm, I think I'm like I'm usually a top in most things, but I'll be a rope bottom because it's really fun to get tied up. Okay, yeah. Have you? Uh, <laughs> have you performed? Is it still called Gallery R, or did she change the name? Um, for Lady Rouge. Oh shoot, I forgot. I think she changed the name. Oh, I have not. I, I've I, yeah. I'm not sure. Um. But I have talked to her before, and I still need to do some like working together with her because she seems great. A very cool, a uh, nice little, a uh, nice little location. Uh, a very, uh, um, very real, comfortable space. Okay, and, and with the stage, yeah, nice. Yeah, you know, and it's Ooh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it might be called the Velvet Whip. Now. That's what sure it is. Thank you. Same one. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I knew she changed the name. Doing like some, uh, yeah, they've been doing some great, um, like kink side show clown burlesque there. They've had some shows that uh, look like so much fun, um, and I still have to try to make it to one, but I keep seeing the like ads for it, so it, yeah. it seems like she's doing some good stuff. Um, she's a friend of the show. We were invited down to the soft opening and everything. Um, we just, uh, with uh, other things in life, I just don't get to get down there as often as I'd like. Uh, to, to get down for at least one show, I should be is on my list. Um, unfortunately, it's just uh, it's difficult currently. <laughs> so, but yeah. So maybe when we know you're going to be performing, we'll make a special appointment just to be down there for that. Sounds great. Yeah, I'll let you know if uh, if that ends up happening because that would be great. Yeah. Um. Just, yeah. Absolutely. Uh. So what what. You, you you have uh, all these you have sites galore. You're on just about everything. <laughs> galore. <laughs> I I've seen Yeah, I'm 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 like I used to be a lot more active on on sites galore. Well yes and no. Like I have all the social medias that you have to keep up with, of course. Um, and I think I post about my like fetish and king stuff on Twitter and then my clown and circus stuff on Instagram. Um, and then I have my like content sites. If you want to, you know, buy clips or see fetish work, like I know clips for sale is a big one. And then there's like many vids and, uh, you know, just like, and so on and so on. I have, I have some links, uh, on, in the bios of my Twitter and Instagram where you can find those things if you so desire. Um, yeah. We're going to attach them all in the description of this. Yeah, now, perfect. Now, unfortunately, uh, I, what uh, I don't what I don't have is just a basic standard website with all of the information in one place. Yeah. I used to, but it was a lot to keep track of. So uh, now I'm on social media, and that's that's just kind of like how I've been doing things. And then I take bookings by email uh, instead of like through a site. So I, I don't know. It's all kind of working together most of the time. Yeah, yeah. I so you know obviously I yeah. re- researched to know what to ask you about in the talk. And I was like, oh, well, what sites, okay. what sites do we have to, you know, to tag? And it was like an endless list. I was like, see, how does she have time for all this? What are you doing? Oh, my God, it's so much. It's like uh, the fun part is, you know, shooting fetish content or being on stage performing. And then the rest of it is just like as much work as an office job with keeping up with social media and booking the next gig here or there. And it's, it's all a lot. It's definitely um, a full-time job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, um, do you go live on any of those? No, but um, I, I should, and I could. And that's one of those things that I, I that I'm getting to that like, Oh, maybe someday, someday I'll do a live stream. Uh, but I'm mostly, I'm mostly an in-person type of person. Like I'll do clips, I'll shoot them in person with other people and then you can just buy them whenever. But, okay. Um, I, uh, yeah. Um, but I, I do have some plans to do some lives. I need to set those up and like, you know, um, promote them and stuff once I pick days. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that would be, I mean, if you're going to like go, yeah. go full board in your costume and everything and do some of your burlesque stuff, tricks and stuff like that. And I'm sorry, I, I, are they called tricks? What do they refer to them? I, I mean, I don't know. I think tricks is fine. Stunts okay. or skills. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, like, bothered by any of them. I like skills. They're, they're... That cool thing. That one cool thing. <laughs> I like, I like, how about trick skills? Trick skills. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I think, here's here's the thing. Um, in Sideshow, most of the things are 
like real, you know, like there's an element of making sure that you don't die or get hurt, but like the glass is real glass and the machetes are real machetes and the straight jacket's real. And like, so if, it's like part of the thing of sideshow is that it's, it's not necessarily a trick. It's just, um, you know, humans testing the bounds of their endurance in as, as non chaotic a way as we hope could happen. And then tricks are more like, um, you know, things that you do in magic where there's a flourish and sleight of hand and you're like fooling the eye for like an amazing result. Yeah. Whereas sideshow is just like, Oh my God, I can't believe they're really doing So that. it is a skill then. Yeah, yeah, it's a skill. It's a okay. Or so. you just condition yourself to to be able to do it. And, you know, like I think being on stage is the only way because I don't ever like practice these painful things just in the comfort of my own home. Yeah. But somehow, when you're on stage and there's a rush of adrenaline, it's it's like you can do it and it doesn't hurt. But if you try to do it like off stage, it's like, ow, I would never do. <laughs> so there's some kind of a magic to it in that sense. The machete ladder. I have to ask, and I'm sure you're not going to tell me because it would be giving it away. <laughs> how? How? What part of your foot is the best part to use to do that? The softest, most delicate part. So, like inside the arch? Yeah. So the way that it works is there's a there's a blade and it's sitting in the groove. It's like upright like this. Yeah. And then you just step down on it with the middle of your foot, right? And the trick is to sort of, like, grip part of it between your toes so you can bounce on it easier. But also, you don't want to grip too tight or you'll cut your toes. Yeah. So it's a very, it's a very like, uh, you know, an art of knowing just how to do it. And, like, if you slip or slide on it at all, then you could, like, slice your foot open. Um, oh. And thankfully, thankfully, I have not. So, because because with all the foot fetish stuff that I do, like I need them for work. Yes, so yeah. I'm really tempting fate here. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> because you look, you cut yourself between your toe. Oh, oh. Yo, you're not walking for a week. No, that's, that's like the most. I know. I am. I like sprained my big toe last summer, and I was surprised that I, how like hard it was to even go up like the slightest amount of stairs. And I'm like, oh, now I'm incapacitated. Send me to the glue factory. Oh. Now, well, even walking on broken glass, have you ever had an accident or anything there? Um, what's that? The, the broken glass. Have you ever had oh. an, something there that went yes. awry? Oh. That's... Oh, yeah, that one goes awry a lot. That one is one of the ones where they know it's real because they see the blood. Uh -huh. um, but most of the time, I don't get cut on the bottoms of my feet, oddly enough. I'll get cut, like, in other weird places, like, on my hand or, um, like, on my stomach or something. Sometimes on my butt. Um, because I'll do, the, I'll do like, uh, I'll walk on it, and then I'll, like drop my ass in it and like you know twerk around and then i'll get up and like do a whole glass bath because walking on it isn't like impressive enough right so <laughs> so uh, at least in my own mind that's what i was thinking when i was putting this together like oh well i gotta do something more dangerous than that so like uh so i'll walk on it i'll you know twerk my butt around in it and then i'll pick it up with my hand and like scrub my arm oh. and scrub my face a little bit and then we're not even done yet then for the finale, like, after I, because I'm all stripped down by this point, and then I just have, like, a thong on, and I'll take the glass, and I'll put it in, I'll drop it into the front of the thong, and then I'll kind of, like, you know, gyrate in some kind of way on stage, like, on top of the other glass that really, like, grinds it in there. Uh, and so usually doing one of these things or more, I could get a tiny cut or a big cut, but I've never had to have stitches, so I'm, I'm doing okay. Oh, my God. Oh. But, like, the blood is part of it. It's, like, uh, it's about, like, how you can control your risk and minimize it. Like, if you think about going to a wrestling death match, like, you're going to see blood and you want to see blood, but, like, you know, those guys get stitches and they get, like, really fucked up. I just get, like, like this much fucked up. Okay, okay. I'm not disagreeing with you. Right? Um, 
You're, you're, you're <laughs> I, oh, Jesus. I don't. I, the sitting down, and that would no. I, you're a So now you really have to come to a show. Right? Yes, yes. Well, where do you get the? Do you take the glass or do you break bottles there? How's that go? Oh, I, I take it. I have like some glass I've made, and yeah, they're all just smashed up, like wine bottles and liquor bottles and stuff. And then uh, I'll have I'll have a little thing of glass for a long time, for like years. And you know, at each show, you kind of lose a few pieces. And so, like when you start to get uh, like a tiny amount of glass when it gets too short, like then you have to start over and like make a whole new batch. Wow. That's... So obvi- obviously, like, as you can imagine, the newer the glass, the sharper the glass. Yes. So like the old glass, it's not going to be too bad. But as you start to run out and need to replace it, there's some glass that's a lot sharper that's mixed in with the dull pieces. So like, you're always at risk and you have to be kind of careful. Yeah. I mean, Cause there's an artery in the foot too. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't know if I'm cool or just lucky. I've never needed a stitch from the glass. Well, I mean, look, please, so you say that now. I'm like s- the band-aid can cover it. So. Yeah, now I'm so scared. <laughs> I, we just jinxed you. <laughs> I'm so worried. Oh, no. I'm so scared. Yeah. I don't want to come to the show, and that's the show you get hurt. No, don't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. No, we're cutting that out. Maybe now. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I have to, Have you ever um, thought about hot coals? I have. I have not. I haven't tried that before. Um, and that's something that I really want to do. Uh, me and one of the other people I perform with, we went over to India in 2019, and I really wanted to like find a place to do sideshow with people over there. And we like tried to look it up, but we couldn't find anybody doing the hot coals. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's still on the list. That's cool. That, that that's crazy too. What am I saying? I, I mean, oof. The the bed of nails. Can you give tell us from your experience what that is like laying down on a bed of nails? Ow. That's that's about what's ow. <laughs> um, and then and then. You know, it's, it's okay. You think it's going to be okay because of, like, the weight distribution. So, like, you only hurt a tiny bit in, on each of those nails instead of, like, balancing all of your weight on, you know, just, like, one or two. So it won't, it won't break the skin, but it leaves, like, bruises where each of the nails make contact. So, like, you might have, like, a bed of nail-shaped grid on your body for, like, you know, a week after that just from, like, all the tiny little, like, red marks and bruises. Uh, and it hurts a lot. I've uh I've like stood on one with just my feet and that's that's the worst. I hate that, but I can do it. It's it's just very uncomfortable. Oh god! And then, you know you can lay on your back or lay on your front. You know, but the feet is my least favorite. Yeah, mine too. Because <laughs> that like when you <laughs> know, like 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 you said when you're laying on your back, your your weight's dispersed, so it's not all down on one location when you're standing on it all your weight is now on top of those your feet on top of those nails yeah that and so obviously it would be a lot more painful yes (laughs) no oh my god oh you're a brave soul dear i give you that oh thanks Oh, I forgot. I forgot there's one other part I don't think I told you about. Um, at the end of the show, after all the performers have gone and you've seen all the, you know, uh, funny or death-defying things that we have to show you for the night, there's an audience participation bonus round where if you have any tips that are like 10s or 20s or higher, you can come up to the front and staple them to us. We have staple guns, and so you put the tips on us. So like I get I get a lot of staples in my butt, uh, and so I guess the uh, the goal is to make a money bikini. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you want to be covered if you can, but like uh, so then you know everyone comes up in staples, and then after that, we'll say for the grand grand finale, if you if the audience collectively puts enough money in the hat, we'll do something really weird, and then usually um. It'll be like getting somebody's nutsack stapled to somebody else's titty or butt or something like that. Like, it's usually like some kind of 
below the belt stable, like something, uh, I think in one show we had a human centipede of like all three of us stapled ass to mouth across the stage with like $20 bills connecting, uh, connecting one person's like tongue to the other person's butt oh my god and then you know so forth down the line yeah but Ugh. usually it's just a standard nut sack to titty yeah, yeah. absolutely why why would you absolutely. think why would you want anything yeah. else <laughs> right, right. Oh, if you shit. thought all that was bad just wait because here's the end here's how it ends oh, it's god. like the aristocrats of sideshow you have to remove that then. That's got to be the worst part. Okay. I mean, maybe. Maybe? It depends on the day. What you ought to do is, if anybody donates a 20, you have a, one of your male performers zip his balls up in his fly. That's painful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they would probably need way more than a 20 to do that. All right, that's that's, the, that's yeah. like the late show party. Like, okay, I got, I got a $100 bill. Oh, for God's sake! Well, how the hell did you get the beans above the frank? I mean, you, I'm, you, I'm, you, I'm, you, what is? Have you ever thought about walking across Legos? That's <laughs> yes, actually, there's two performers that I've toured with that do that act, and actually, no, three, three people I've toured with have done it. Um, and the first one that I that I have known of that did it was um, uh, this performer Candy Pants, who was also like a great fire eater. And um, she's like semi-retired now, but as far as I know, she's the first one that like popularized the walking on Legos. And then when she, I guess like she'd done it for a few years, and then it was like open for other people who, if they also wanted to do it. Like they had her blessing. So then, like, so now I've, I've seen other people do it, but uh, oh. the Legos hurt just as much as broken glass, but in different ways. Like you get blood blisters on the bottoms of your feet instead of cuts, because yeah. like the sharp edges when you jump into them, they like pinch together, yep. and so you end up with like a whole world of other problems. And they roll underneath the foot. Yeah, oh, it's the worst. And then you have like little Lego-shaped bruises on yes, the bottom of your yeah. foot. You know, growing up, you know, growing up, me. I mean, uh, when you know, when my children were younger and had Legos, and you'd go into their bedroom at night, <laughs> and you're, oh, 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 son of a right. You know, they're sound asleep, and you're waking. I love up. how relatable it is. Exactly, it's it's. I know the pain. <laughs> Don't want to do it on purpose, though. Well, maybe that's right. a lesser of a pain because, like, it's in the, you know, if I would go in to tuck them in, it's in the dark. You don't know they're laying there. And next thing you step in, you know. Yeah, I, I when you're doing it on stage, you kind of, like, are bracing for it and you know it's coming. Whereas the ladies in real life, they get you by surprise. Yeah. Well, how about something like that, like blindfold doing it? And that way you don't know what you're stepping on. Oh, that's that would be a good act. Yeah, set it up like they don't know, or maybe they really don't know. Like switch the glass with Legos at the last minute, or or put glass then Legos then something else, ice cubes or something. I don't know. Uh, you know, just yeah. I'm just throwing spitballs. That's where that's where we get the hot poles in there. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> yikes. Uh, no, you tell them it's hot coals, but it's really just ice cubes, and I, I think your body won't know the difference. Yeah, if you're blindfolded, you're thinking to yourself, it's hot coals, you're getting ready. Yeah, and you're going to... Mm -hmm. uh, how about how about dry ice? Oh, no, that might be too much. That would be. I think it would peel your feet, the bottom of your feet apart, yeah. That would... Yeah. Uh, anything else you've left out that, that... Oh, yes, there is. The nail through the nose. Oh, yeah, the nail through the nose. Oh, well, that one's that one's just anatomy because your your sinus your sinus cavity goes back like yeah. this in your head, and there's like more space back there than you realize. Oh yeah. And then your all, all your nostril goes up here, right? And then your sinus cavity goes back here. So you have to just get your nose used to like having something in that area. And like I I can do it, but my face, like my eyes and nose, will water if I do it every time. Uh, <laughs> I think if you are a blockhead, you just do that until it goes away and stops happening. Um, 
I can I can do it. I'm just a mess. Like I'll just start tearing up. Tearing up. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's like having a. I, I call it like the, like the deep throating of the nose. Like you you push it back until you think it can't go any further, and then you kind of wiggle it a little, and like and then you find the find extra that, space yeah, back there. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. It's it's like uh, the the worst right. COVID <laughs> test possible. Oh yeah, no, it was funny when when COVID test started being a thing because everyone who does blockhead is like, oh, we know this one, we've done this all the time, we we know this. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll do it myself. <laughs> it's the same thing. You're putting it in the same way that you would, you know, and there's like just like, oh, well, this is much smaller than the nail I usually use, but okay. Uh, blockhead is that the name of the troop then? No, the human blockhead is the name of the nail in the nose. Chart. Oh, okay, I didn't know that's what. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, so that's what that's <laughs> called. I, see, I like yeah, learning no, stuff. The, uh, oh, that's good. No, the name of the group. Um, so the clowns that are based in Philly are Thunder Snow Cone, and there's three, sometimes four of us. Um, and then there's another group that we all are also performing. That's Cutthroat Freak Show, and that is the, like the group that's been around for longer. Um, and so we worked a lot with them. And then when it's just us in Philly, we are Thunder Snow Cone. Thunder Snow Cone. That's cool. Do they have a, Thunder Snow. They have a Twitter, website, Instagram? Yeah. Uh, Thunder Snow Cone has um, an Instagram and a Twitter and a Facebook page. Um, and we have a website, but I don't think it's been updated in a long time. So most you can catch our current things going on um, on Instagram and Facebook most, mostly. Okay. Or, or like if you look on my page, I try to post about the shows that we're doing and everything. And uh, the other performers are pretty good about doing that too. So I feel like that gets the word out probably just like a little bit better. Okay. Um, but yeah. yeah. And we'll, uh, I'll t- if you don't mind, I'll attach some of their links as well to the, in the description. Yeah, please. Uh, you can, you can also uh, look up uh, Rebel Rabbit and Pollyanna Highgloss. And then uh, Cutthroat Freak Show is the tag for the other one. Okay. Um, Cutthroat Freak Show is both his personal and performer tag, I think. And then we have uh, another uh, like page for Thunder Snow Cone as well. Okay. Um, any shows? That's a lot, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. It's a lot. It's a lot. We'll put uh, it in there. But I know I just gave you a lot of links, but I know you have all the stuff uh, in there too to tag. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll put we'll put it all in there. We can do that. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, any upcoming shows in, in, in the nearby near us in, in Philly area coming up? Yeah. Uh, so on the this Sunday on the fourth, oh, I am part of a big show that they're having at Frankie Bradley's. That is the Frankie Bradley's like kickoff for Pride. Um, and so I'm not I'm not doing sideshow there, but I'm just uh, part of the festivities, and I'm gonna be doing some fun little like walk around stuff um and that's on the fourth and then on june 25th i believe 24th or 20 yeah 25th i have to double check but we just booked a show um at the uh wonderland fish what's that that's a sunday the 25th yeah yeah that's the right one okay uh we booked a show at the fish town one wonderland fish town which is an outdoor garden space with a stage and it's really chill and beautiful and uh we're excited about doing some like fun outdoor sideshow since the weather's nice now so um yeah i'm gonna have some promo ups for that soon because we just booked it okay um and then on, oh go ahead no 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 you go ahead i uh, my, my question oh, can yeah. Wait. <laughs> uh yeah on uh the following weekend after that uh i'm doing the Asbury Park Tattoo Convention with Brianna Belladonna, who is a great sword swallower and sideshow performer. So we're doing some entertainment for that over in Asbury Park. And then uh, at the end of the month, I'm doing a show with Cutthroat Freak Show at um, Love Drafts in Harrisonburg, like close to, or sorry, Harrisburg. It's it's Mechanicsburg, but it's right next to Harrisburg. Right, yeah, right next door. Yep. What? Yeah, at, uh, at Love Drafts. So we got, we got uh, I think something every weekend this month. Which That's is good. very cool. And you're going and you're heading down south in July. Yeah, in July I'm going down there to do some shows around Wilmington or North Carolina, the like eastern half of North Carolina. Okay, very cool. 
Um, I got to yeah. see. Okay, so it, you, it's it's going to be a fun summer. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to discuss. I wanted to end talking with you um, about your tattoos. Oh yeah, I just wanted to. <laughs> just just a couple. I know. I saw. Um, inspiration. Yeah. Inspiration because of the sideshow. Yeah, there's a lot of there's some sideshows tattoos, um, and most of them are just dumb little pieces of shit that I love and don't regret. But like a lot of them don't even really have a meaning. They're just uh, like whatever I was feeling like doing at the moment, which is it's very much like a a timeline of things I was into over the years. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but uh, I um I've performed at a lot of tattoo conventions, and so usually. I would get one small piece done at what? each different show, and so then before you know it, there's like a whole lot of tattoos, uh, and I, I have some that are bigger pieces and some by the same artist, but for the most part, it's just little bangers here and there, like yeah. in different cities, uh, so yeah. They all have a meaning for you. Right, right, because they, they represent that time, yeah. the, like, oh, I, I went into this show somewhere, and a lot of them are matching tattoos with other people who were, like, also there and did that show with me. So, not all of them, but, like, there's several that are, like, friend tattoos. So, it's like um, a, I'm sorry, it, it, it's like a passport stamp. Yes, yes, very much yeah. that, that, too. <laughs> Do you know how many? I have a couple tattoos. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, you go ahead, I'll, I'll ask <laughs> I have a couple tattoos that are, are actually like by sideshow performers, um, and those are those are real passport stamps for sure because it's like this is the person who also tattooed. Uh, and I have one from do you know Penguin? Like the, he's like a little guy and he does sideshow and he um, like tattooed a, a little penguin on my arm. Um, and so I'm like, oh, this is this is my pass my sideshow passport stamp. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you- I have I have another one that was done as part of a show, like as part of the entertainment. They were like, "Oh, we need someone to come up and get tattoos," like knowing it's going to be a terrible tattoo. That like it's just for shits and giggles. And so I did I did one of those too. What was that? Um, well, it's just some lines. But what it was supposed to be is a cat with titties and a dick. Okay. Um, I don't know. Let me let me see if we can do a little tour here. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, this, these lines. Okay. Are, it looks more like a bunny. There's yeah. supposed to be a, a cat with titty, a dick. I, but I mean, I see all the parts there. Yeah, so they're there. Mess it up too. Bad. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're definitely there. Yes, but it doesn't work more like a bunny. When people say what, what? Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. much. <laughs> Do you know how many you have? No idea. I was counting for a while. I, I don't know. Uh, it depends, I guess, on if you count hours or individual tattoos, because some are, like, very small and some are bigger. Uh, um, I don't know. I, I would guess 100, because that's a nice even number, but I, I might be wrong. I, I, I mean, I know you have a lot. Uh, I, <laughs> it right. is, it is I a... don't know how many. Do you have a favorite? Oh, um, the little, the line, terrible stick drawing of the cat with titties and a dick. I always tell people that's my favorite. <laughs> I have much better tattoos, but that one has a fun story. Yeah, yeah. And I, I also like saying, like, the worst one is the best one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, what was- but this is, uh, I think my second favorite, maybe if, if we don't say the cat with titties or a dick, there's a, um, oh, is a hot dog wiener with wings, and, uh, and he's got a hot dog body full of titties. Oh, is that, I thought it was a caterpillar. Okay, I see. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a hot dog with titties yes. and wings. Is that a butt? Um, so pretty much, the more nonsense, the better. Okay, I got it. Well, it goes with your, your stage persona and everything. Yeah. It, yeah, it works. <laughs> I know. I lost count at 10, so... <laughs> right yeah so if i think okay well like 10 is like here yeah it's probably like another 10 another 10 yeah so I, I think I, that's, i'm just gonna guess 100 i think that's where i'm at with my arm is 10 and the rest of my body is just it's 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 yoga <laughs> it, it looks like it's done very well i can see some like nice color shading yeah, in this thank yoga. you i think i need them touched up but 
but um, yeah, I have probably at least ten on that part, and then the rest of my I have some all over my body, and it's like I don't remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I forget what tattoos I have sometimes if they're not the ones that I see every day. Is there anything specific you, specifically you'd like to get? Mm, yes. Um, I had a thought of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so I have a, like, the tour van that we all tour in is a, it's a really old beat-up Chrysler town and country. And we've taken the letters off the back and rearranged them so it says clown and cunt instead. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get that tattooed in the same font as like the car letters mm-hmm. are clown and cunt um, like maybe like on the back of my leg or something okay not a tramp stamp though <laughs> yeah right that would be the best tramp stamp and I still have that area open so like if I ever just want to say fuck it and go for it it'll be clown and cunt in the like Chrysler <laughs> font uh, yeah on, on my back of my ass Something ridiculous. Yeah. Well, now I've noticed, like, like, you've kept your parts, your private parts, clear, clean. Yeah, um, I don't. Well, I do have a tattoo that goes pretty far down on the front. It goes like into the hairline. Okay. Um, but yeah, nothing on the back. I almost, I, I thought about it for a while, but um, I just never, like, I was saving it to do like some big impressive back piece that went down. And I just never could pick something that I wanted that much, so it's still open. Okay. Um, and then, like, I don't know. I do some. I do photo shoots sometimes, and I kind of like having the clean skin as a contrast with like the you know front that has like so many tattoos. It's nice to like flip it around and then just be like, oh, what a surprise! It's, this it's bare. Gotcha, gotcha. I like that concept too. That's a good idea. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and that- but I still I, I'm out of room but I might like I'll either keep getting little ones or I may end up covering over older ones just because a leg are low on space yeah. so we'll see how it goes yeah, some of them be fade differently than others as well this sun doesn't help either yeah 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 that's true some of, some of my tattoos are so old and uh definitely definitely time to refresh some things for sure either just touch-ups or like reworking it into a new piece yeah my my very first one needs some color fill yeah so it it, mm-hmm. it happens it happens <laughs> so that I, that leads me into my my final question any any crazy stories from any of your uh shows from either burlesques or side shows besides the stapling <laughs> There could be a whole podcast just about that question. See, but I, do it. I can't think of all the stories at once. Um, but I'll tell you one that's my favorite one. Um, so some years ago, we were doing a show in West Virginia. And it was a very full show. There were tons of people there. And we were having a great night. And it gets to the part of the show where I do the ring toss. And... Um, at the end, when I'm like, oh, how are we going to pick a winner? Like, everyone cheer when I, like, wiggle my dick at your favorite contestant. And so everyone's down on their knees getting dicks wiggled at them so the crowd can cheer. And there's a one person, I don't remember, like, if it was a man or woman or whatever, but I do remember they were wearing leather. They were like a biker. Uh, and they popped out a full set of dentures. Like, this, just, like, nothing, and then they take the dick, and they, like, deep-throat it, and obviously that person won, uh, but it was, they, like, they wanted all of our hearts, too, because we remember that story, what, like, six or seven years later, uh, as, like, the most, the, the best, weirdest sideshow story, um, so, yeah, they win, they win a gold trophy, <laughs> an, an imaginary one, like. Absolutely. Yeah. They carry it with them yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. All the time. <laughs> they should just give a tattoo. That's that should be the prize. Like we'll have a, a tattoo artist at the show and we'd be like, "You won the ring toss. Go over here to get your prize." And the prize is just like a like a one inch tattoo of a trophy with, with a ring around it. Oh, I'm just thinking a dick with a ring around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with, yeah, the dick with the ring around. 
And then you know, you know that, <laughs> you know that fan that's been to multiple shows because they got two or three of the same trophy right next to each other, or the same tattoo right next to each other. Yeah, line them up. Yeah, it's like a... Like After a, that, you just start putting, like, tally marks next to it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. You know, um, he- <laughs> Scarlett, it's been a blast. Um, I mean, we could probably go on for, for another hour, uh, but we're going to save that for uh, maybe a second appearance because I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of... <laughs> A lot of other things we could talk about. And the cat has not moved the entire time, by the way. <laughs> Yo, he's, he's locked. <laughs> That's what they do. But the funny thing is, when I said mm-hmm. cat, his ears went like, whoop, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure as soon as we get off this chat, he will like be meowing for attention and food and everything. Well, of course. Yeah. Gotta love him. <laughs> well it's been lovely thank you for having me on yes thank you greatly appreciate it <laughs> ladies and gentlemen please let's hear it again for scarlet storm thank you for being here dear <laughs> holy crap <laughs> don't hang up i'm gonna pause and shut down everything um okay how do i do this oh you know what we did forget to talk about you have your own t-shirt I do. I have. I have some. I have some. So, uh, for we did a side project like uh, a third group. As if two groups isn't enough, we did a third group. Her, um, which is a th- third group. Uh, but the, I mean, it's all the same people. <laughs> it's just different combinations of the same people. There's Thunder Snow Cone Cutthroat Freak Show and Clessy Fever, and uh, that that was uh, me and Violet Gein from Alabama. Um, and then we had uh, Ariel Beth, who was doing music with us, too. And we were doing this trio tour. It's Classy Fever. And we made T-shirts. And they have Violet and I with our, with our little clowny butts on them in all their glory. And uh, we are almost sold out of those. But I think we have some small and triple X. Triple X. <laughs> as, as is standard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit i'm sorry i forgot okay but I, I will attach that in there as well if anybody wants to come and buy the because i did look at them i was like oh they're cool i like those oh i think we're gonna get to see one here yeah oh. it just so happens that like i was sitting right next to our merch box nice show you Da-na-na-na. oh that's really cool yeah. There's the buzz. And that's yeah. a, is that a triple X? So yeah, there's there's I've got three triple X's and I think I have like four or five small. Ah, oh, damn it! All right. Get them all. They're hot. Get, yes, get them. I will probably do more. There'll be like a different picture, so everything is very limited edition. Yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So you want the first one? You better get it while you can. Um. So okay. Uh, now I have to. Stuck with a bigger fall size. Yeah, yeah, exactly, or one that won't fit you, or it'll be a half shirt, one of the two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Scarlett. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.